Welcome to this new Nutrition Business Podcast. The subject of this podcast is how investors from Silicon Valley hope to disrupt the food and beverage market, particularly by creating plant-based alternatives to animal-based foods. And we start by thinking about Jeff Bezos, the billionaire founder of Amazon. He has invested in a Chilean startup that uses, quote, machine learning to create vegan alternatives to animal-based products. It's one of many similar vegan investments, totaling around $2 billion so far, by investors whose background is Silicon Valley and tech. And these investments are fueled by their belief that they can disrupt existing categories. It's a belief that rests on certain assumptions, and they are about to learn how weak those assumptions are. The family office of Jeff Bezos is one of a number of high-profile investors in a $30 million funding round for The Knot Company. That's what it's called, based in Chile. A business created in 2015 which has already raised significant amounts of investment capital from a variety of investors, such as IndieBio, one of the most prominent biotechnology accelerators in Silicon Valley. Knotco was founded by no one from the food industry but a biotechnologist, a biochemist and a computer scientist. Notco claims to have developed a software platform that analyzes the molecular structure of animal foods, such as eggs, beef and milk, so as to then derive combinations of plant-based alternatives that most closely resemble the original in taste, color and texture. Not Company's first product is an egg-free vegan mayonnaise. It's made with chickpeas and canola oil. It's already taken a more than 10% share of the mayonnaise market in Chile, the home country of the Notco. It sells there at a price equivalent to other vegan mayonnaise brands, and that's about 100% premium to regular egg-based mayonnaise. The company is planning to enter the US market in 2019, hence forming the relationship with Amazon and getting lots of additional investment. It's also planning to launch products beyond mayonnaise, such as not milk and not ice cream, and maybe even not meat meat substitutes. Taste, health and environmental sustainability are the themes in the Notco brand's communications. Silicon Valley investors believe that deploying technology is at the root of disruption and success. And why not? Because that's what their experience has taught them in their markets. And that's the attraction of Notco and many other companies like it. They're willing to invest as a result far greater sums than regular food and beverage investors ever would because Silicon Valley investors have a near-religious belief that, quote, disruption conquers everything and will always create a big new market. They're also accustomed to the idea of investing big sums in companies that will run losses for years in order one day to be floated on the stock market and become for the investors a billion-dollar unicorn. And those of you who are familiar with following stock markets will be aware of brands like Spotify, which have a huge valuation but are still far, far from making a profit. Now, all this is fine if there's a big prize at the end. But this, to be frank, is where the investment in the vegan substitute companies looks not like investment, but like a wild, uninformed, stab-in-the-dark gamble. The premise of the investment in Notco, and the other companies like it, is the market will grow as more consumers cut down on their consumption of animal products, some motivated by health concerns and others by the planet and the environment. But nothing is so simple. For one thing, people are not necessarily so motivated by the planet as companies and investors like to believe. Givaudin, a very reputable global ingredients manufacturer, recently published a study that showed that of those people who do buy plant-based alternatives, 
only 5 or 6% are motivated by the planet. The primary motivation for everyone else is their health. In fact, nothing is so simple as companies like Notco and its investors believe. Notco thinks its mayonnaise will be a big success because people are turning away from eggs. And yet, the biggest success of the last 10 years, after Chobani, the yoghurt company based on cow's milk yoghurt, is a product called RX Bar. And you can find a case study about RX Bar on our website. RX Bar is a brand which prominently states on the front of its pack that its main ingredient is eggs. Far from turning away from eggs, a sizable group of health-aware consumers have turned towards eggs as a naturally healthy whole food, a source of protein, a source of vitamins, a way to consume something that's unprocessed. And they're increasingly interested in products like RX Bar, which feature simple, natural ingredients such as eggs. So RX Bar's proposition is about protein from the eggs, of course, coupled with good taste, convenience, and they clearly list on the front of the package the small number of natural ingredients that they use. And that focus has helped propel RX Bar from being nothing back in 2013 to sales of $130 million in 2018 and probably more. And it now belongs to Kellogg, who hope to propel the company further. Bear in mind also that RX Bar did not have anything like the level of investment that Silicon Valley is putting into brands such as Notco. Indeed, the founders of RX avoided getting any outside venture capital. They used their own resources. Success for RX Bar has come from delivering what the majority of health conscious people want and underscores how disruption by being simple and natural beats disruption by being smart and scientific time and again. Entrepreneurialism drives the success of companies like RX Bar. Entrepreneurialism and connecting to consumer beliefs, not machine-made algorithms or artificial intelligence. And looking more widely at Silicon Valley's growth assumptions, it's worth noting that while people want more vegetables, that's not the same as wanting fewer animal products, and certainly not the same as wanting animal substitutes with anything between 10 and 20 ingredients to be some part of their diet. What Notco and other businesses like it are heading towards is creating a big niche at best, and that will be fine. If you're running a private company and you get $100 million of sales, you can be delighted. But it is going to be a crowded niche. Vegan mayonnaise, for example, in the US, where Notco is heading, is already a very busy space. Notco's approach of analysing the molecular structure of foods to engineer vegetarian versions is very similar to that of a US-based business called Just Inc, formerly known as Hampton Creek. The company changed its name after a series of setbacks, but it's well-funded and it may have raised over $200 million from investors. A few years ago, Just launched a very good tasting mayonnaise, which according to IRI data, achieved just $30 million in retail sales before it was withdrawn. The brand has been relaunched and it may do much better, but Notco and Just are fighting over the same small space. And even if both companies do go into plant milks, plant-based yogurts and meat substitutes as they say they will, they're going to find themselves competing with tens of other well-funded businesses. Food technology does create value, but only when it's translated into products that deliver great taste and texture in great packaging at a price that makes sense and those products align with consumer beliefs and preferences. And that is the part that companies like Notco and the Silicon Valley investors appear to have overlooked, because the beliefs and preferences they're aiming for 
represent only a small portion of the market. Food and beverage markets are much tougher than Silicon Valley investors are used to. Margins are tighter than in the world of tech. Me Too competition is more intense. In fact, there's nothing that Notco has produced as a product that isn't already available on the market and couldn't be copied by lots of other companies. Growth is going to be much, much harder for these companies to achieve than Silicon Valley investors are ever used to with their unicorn technology-based investments. Rx Bar aligns with consumer beliefs and trends. Notco aligns with what rich investors hope for and what management consultants and journalists get excited about. And if you think that people are all becoming vegetarian and demanding more plant-based products for that reason, you need to think again. Recent research by the International Food Information Council, IFIC, a very reputable body which has been running consumer research for about 20 years, found that the number of vegetarians and vegans combined in the United States is perhaps only 6% of the population, and in 2018 that number actually declined compared to the previous year. The world of plant-based is subject to massive PR investment to convince us all that everyone's becoming a flexitarian. It's all a little bit more complicated than that, because the flexitarian wants vegetables and they want plants, and sometimes they want eggs. What journalists, what brand consultants, and what investors get excited about, and what real people get excited about, are not necessarily the same thing. If Notco achieved even half of what Rx Bar has done, its investors can be pleased. But we don't think they will be, because their aims are much, much higher, and the market they're aiming for is much, much smaller than they believe, and the consumer behaviours are much more complicated than they understand. Thank you for listening to this New Nutrition Business Podcast. We hope you found it interesting. If you ever feel like getting in touch with us to give us your own opinion, you can email me, julian.melantin at new-nutrition.com. And please go and visit our website, www.new-nutrition.com. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a lovely day.